can you look at what you already have in your reach and ask yourself if it can be used in a slightly different way than you see it right now? When this one succeeds, it helps this one. When this one succeeds, it helps this one and vice versa. And it can be this ever-growing kind of like a bonfire. Welcome to Monday Morsels, the abbreviated companion to our full-length Friday interviews. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. Okay, here we are. I want to talk to you today about taking all of the things you do well, some strengths, and aligning them in a way that they become a superpower. Uh, Recently, in one of these episodes, I referenced Tim Ferriss was talking about um, something along these lines. And I thought, I love what he's saying. I actually sent it to my 12-year-old son for something he's working on. And I thought, he's never going to listen to this. Like, there are cool things in it, but I want to put it into my terms for him. And here's the gist of it. Some people, uh, if you listen to Marie Forleo, my conversation with her, she's wildly successful. And she coined this term for herself, a uh, multi, what was it? A multi interested. Oh God, I can't even think of the term for it, but basically she was into so many different things and people would always tell her, you need to specialize, you need to specialize. And then she decided, no, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I believe that's what it was. Um, and, and basically she said, no, well, I have all of these, a bunch of different things I'm into. Can I put them together? And I feel like that's something that I've done in the last three years or so. And a lot of it had to do with this podcast, but basically I, I felt like I had these attributes. I had these interests and all I was doing was pouring them into this one thing, which was acting. And I would go into veer into some other things, but For the most part, I restricted myself to that. And I think that's actually very important. I think if you don't hit that one thing over and over again and you don't succeed in anything, then nobody's going to care about what you do if you just dabble in every area. So you can't just dabble. On the other hand, I think you can look at all of the things that you offer and it takes an assessment. Like I've been, when I meet with people that I'm going to coach, I don't just like jump right into teaching them. I go, okay, where are you right now? Where are you from? What's the background? How do you view things? I got to figure out how they view the world and what, you know, whether it's hangups they have or voices they have in their head, recurring themes, you got to figure out what your base is and then go from there. So I think that's the same with any of us. So You figure out wherever you are right now when you're listening to this, where am I in my life? Am I where I want to be? Hopefully, somewhat, probably not completely. So you go, okay, cool. What's good? Bing, bang, boom, boom, boom. What's bad? Okay, well, this could be better. This could be more. This could be whatever it might be. Health, fitness, uh, finances, whatever. Family. You look at this and you go, okay, well, what do I want to do? Where do I want to be? And you go, you you literally just almost like laying tools out that you have in your tool chest and you're going, I have a hammer, I've got a spear, I've got an axe. Okay, well, how can I use those things in a way that can help me get what I want? So really assessing what your goals are, it can't be 10 different things you want to do. 
I don't think. That's too much. It can't be, I don't even know if it could be, I think five is way too much. I think three is almost like tops. And even among those things, you got to look at the overlap and you have to try to get things that will align in some way so that one, when this one succeeds, it helps this one. When this one succeeds, it helps this one and vice versa. And it can be this ever growing kind of like a bonfire. And I think about for me with the the podcast and my acting career, every time the acting career goes better, more people are willing to come sit down with me. More people are willing to come sit down with me. Who knows what that leads to and how does that affect my confidence or what I learn and how does that get infused into me or, or who I meet and how does that get infused into my acting career and make it better? And then they both build upon each other. And then things like the book come out of that. That's not such a big deal because the book for me turned out to be what I was doing with the podcast anyway. I just had to put it on the page or put it in the computer. So it was not such a big deal. I was already kind of doing it. Then I get asked to go speak places. Okay, great. That's another version of what I'm doing here. It's not taking that much brain power for me to veer off because everything is aligned. So that's what I'm talking about. How do you take what you already have and just look at it and assess it and ask yourself, okay, can this thing that I already have that I don't have to pay more for, I don't want more overhead. I don't want to go out wide and be paying all these people. What do I already have in my presence, in my bag of tools that can be used toward this goal that I can align these things and make something that was okay power-wise combined with these two other things exponentially more powerful? And the, the example that, that Tim Ferriss gave that I, I want to piggyback on, and I got to give him credit because he said it, but I say this to my, my son all the time. My son plays his video game. He clips, he makes these little clips and he would put them on and I'd say, cool, that's good. Who's it for? Like, what's the point of this thing that you're making? Who's watching it? And he's like, well, it's my gameplay. And I said, okay, cool. But what is someone getting out of watching it? What are they getting out of that? Like, why are they going to go watch it other than to see you play? I said, and not to be harsh, but I'm like, you're not the Michael Jordan or the LeBron James of that game yet. Maybe you will be someday, but right now you're not. So nobody's going to show up just to watch that. So maybe you're articulate. You can explain to me the origins of these characters. You can explain to me the world of the game. Maybe it's gameplay combined with He's also funny. It's combined with your sense of humor and your ability to explain the origin and the stories around it. And you're teaching other kids like you that are a little bit behind you how to play this thing. Now you're taking the gameplay that you love, the being articulate that you naturally have, sense of humor you naturally have, the ability to cut together, which you're learning. You're putting them all together and you're using them to serve someone now you're getting to do all those things you love and people are going to get something out of it. So they're probably going to come to you, which means it's going to be sustainable because you're serving someone. Same thing for you. So that's the challenge. Can you look at what you already have in your reach, in your bag of tools and 
ask yourself if it can be used in a slightly different way than you see it right now. Or if you're looking at it straight on, look at it from above or from the side or from underneath and see if there's another way to use it and to combine it with some of the other tools in your tool chest. That is it. All right. Hope that helped. Thanks for listening to Monday Morsels on 10,000 Knows. Any love you can give us by spreading the word to family and friends is greatly appreciated. And be sure to check out our full-length episodes every Friday. We'll see you then. <laughs>